This is the Grouse House Podcast. It appears that the more rounds that happen, the saucier the football gets. <laughs> because this weekend promised us just a bit of football, but it gave us much, much more. As of tomorrow, we are on the road. Come see us live. Adelaide sold out, so bad luck. Adelaide, you losers. Go to Castle Plaza if you didn't get tickets. Melbourne, early shows, still a handful of tickets available for both. Late shows sold out. Sydney, you dirty dogs, come on down on Friday night. But before that, it's time to recap round 23. Bounce back. Hi, welcome to the footy with Broden Kelly. I'm Broden Kelly from comedy group Auntie Donna, uh, that one's that did put and was huge success. Yeah. We could post it now and we'd get a billion views because people, I don't know why, to Real be honest. Cut but through. hi, Tom. This is Tom. Hi. Tom, Tom is the co host of the show and he produces the show as well. Yeah. I'm um, sort of the foil. He's the silly one, they say. Yeah. Uh, we, we, let's, how are you? Oh, so well, you? Yeah, Tom got a haircut. I don't know if we're going to put this out as a TikTok, but I think this should be the TikTok. Is Tom just came in and has had a haircut. Yeah. Tom doesn't have haircuts. No. He's had a haircut. How are you feeling about the haircut? I'm feeling a bit a bit straight down the line, Brandon. I'm feeling a bit pedestrian. I said to the to the barber, I said, give me two months. And what I reckon he's mean? given me three. Is that as in as in give you two months? So that when I get back from overseas in two months, I can get another haircut? Yeah, that's when I'm due. So basically where I'd gotten a haircut, I felt like I was about to be out of control. Do you know what I mean? So I said, cut it so that it takes two months to come back to where I am now. But shouldn't you be thinking of it more like, give me some style, give me some class? No, that's definitely not what I'm interested in. When I'm on tour, I want all them... them Groupies going, give me that Tom. No, I find, um, and I don't want to, I don't want this to offend you, Braden, but I find hair a burden. Well, why would that offend me? And I'd be quite happy to have no hair like you. Well, I find having no hair a burden. <laughs> we have no time for this. Let's get into the most controversial week of football that's ever happened. Hit that motherfucker sting. Tom, yeah, in my lifetime, actually, yeah. no, as in the in most recent memory. As far back as I can remember, we had the worst thing, worst on-field call happen in in modern memory, I think. Right. Because um, there's been a couple of pillars this year. I think this is the worst one I can remember. Right. Okay. This is... this on. If you don't watch football and you just listen to this, let mm. me just fill you in. Also, what are you doing here? <laughs> Get in. But Saturday night... Adelaide Crows are down by 34 points at three-quarter time to mm-hmm. Sydney Swans. Sydney Swans fully going on an absolute absolute tear at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, loving it. And they're up by 34 points in Adelaide against Adelaide. And then Adelaide just start kicking a few goals. Mm. You know what I mean? Just yeah, getting that pill, yep. getting that pill and putting it through the big the big sticks. I guess you could call them them. Yeah. They start doing that, and then all of a sudden, there's a minute 30 left. They're down by, I want to say, I'm just going to say four points. Yeah, I think it was or two. Or three or five. Yeah. Or one, it doesn't matter. They're down. But not out, because no. a bloke called Ben Keys. Yeah. He gets the ball on the far side, the opposite of the Eddie Betts pocket, I believe, mm-hmm. if, I may, if I may be so bold as to say. Mm. And he has a little snappy do. 
and he kicks the ball through the big sticks. Yeah, but unfortunately, it hits the post. And the umpire says, I saw that, hit the post. That's yeah. one point. Ben Keys and his crows mates, these guys, these, you know, the Tex Walkers of the world, the, you know, your, 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 your Rathburtons. Mm. I've just made that guy up, but he'd be a good player. Yeah, he would. What's your guy you like? Rochelle. Uh, like out. But they're celebrating. They turn around and go, no, the ball's on the wing. Mm. Swans kick it out. They win the game. Yeah. Except that's not what happened, Tom. No. The goal umpire said, I saw that hit the post. I mm. saw that hit the post. Didn't go to goal review. Didn't go to, um, you know, the arc, they yeah. call it, which is the third umpire. These people in RMIT... Uh, watching and reviewing. Yeah. And then very quickly after the game, every replay shows that it did not touch any post. It didn't go really go near, really. It it, there, it was in the low pixel friggin' 1997 Blair Witch Project cameras that they have set up for this. Mm. You could see clear space between the ball as it went past the post and then clear depth space when it came in line with the camera and, and to hit the post. So it was yeah. it was clearly no goal. Yeah. It was it was clearly a goal, I'm sorry to say. Yes. Now, this isn't just round two or whatever, doesn't matter. Adelaide now are out of the finals. Yeah. If they won that game, they were in the finals. Yes. Not only that, as of the time that that was happening, Saints went from being a lock for the finals, if Adelaide won, to not being a lock for the finals. GWS not knowing their situation either. Yeah. It was the worst thing ever. How did yeah. you feel about it? Were you awake? Uh, yeah, I felt like it was um, ridiculous. I feel like I've been a little tempered. Why? Since, um, playing devil's advocate a little bit here. Let's yeah. just put that out first. Yes. I often get carried away with this sort of stuff like what if, what if, what if. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that I saw a tweet from someone, one of these journalists, you know, types. Oh, one of them report, tip, you know. tick, tickety-tackaters. Yeah, and they sort of said... All the president's men type. I said... The, that decision was not the reason that Adelaide aren't playing finals. And I understand Who that the technically... Who the hell said that? <laughs> Who the hell said that? I know that technically... That's wrong. I know that technically that's the truth, right? yeah. But it's also like, yes, the, the teams that win premierships, the teams that play finals, they, they, they are never a line ball decision away from, from winning or losing because there's line ball decisions in, in every game all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I resonate with that as well. Like if Adelaide deserved to be in that spot, they would have won a game away from home that they could have won against a lesser team. I get know? that like, when it's like a line ball decision, but this was a goal yes, to win the game. Here's my here's I was furious after this game. I was genuinely upset. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Not at the goal umpire. No, that hum- was, uh, that was humans make mistakes. Exactly. Humans make mistakes and this fellow made a mistake and that's completely fine. Yes. But I'm furious and I said it in a tweet and I was like, I don't know if I should tweet this, but it's genuinely how I feel. Yeah. I said, I've built a podcast around the worst organization in the world. Yeah. And I still feel this way. This place mm. is so shit at everything yes they all they give a shit about is optics how do we look what versus literally doing something here's what i genuinely think mm. happened right last week petrarca kicked a goal yeah. and it was touched on the line they went to score a view and it showed that it was a goal but they couldn't really overturn it so yeah. it showed how it's an amateur league because yeah. they 
do not want to invest any money in making it a legitimate thing like cricket or like international football yeah. or like NBA or like NFL. They don't want to invest in technology despite the fact they put bill- they got billions of dollars from TV networks. They At the moment, networks pay billions of dollars mm. and then on top of that, they say to them, you've got to provide the cameras for us to determine whether in our sport what's a point and what's a goal. Yeah, right. They don't want, don't want to put any money into it. Mm. They will now because the optics are bad. But before that, they were just like, no, 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 look how high tech we are. We're going to use, yeah, we're we're going to use your cameras because we, we don't want to spend any money on it. Yeah. So last week, they got shown to have shit technology mm. that doesn't show the result, right? And then this week, clearly, there's a mandate to umpires saying, don't go to the arc. <laughs> Unless you absolutely have to go to the arc. Yeah. It happened today watching the games. It's happened all week. Barely any arc. Mm. Don't go to the arc unless you absolutely have to go to the arc, right? Yeah. So this kid has been told, don't go to the arc. Yeah. 100%. And then he needed to go to the arc because he didn't know. So he's just gone back to, I'm going to do my best. I'm just going to Totally. That, and that's what he's been taught to do all throughout his juniors and think local about, league and stuff. Think about this organization, right? Yeah. Here's who they align themselves with. Yeah. They're all about optics and they're all about, they want to be where we are the best. We're elite. Mm-hmm. Alongside our major sponsor, NAB. Yeah. Who charged dead people knowingly. Mm-hmm. The superannuation. Crypto.com, self-explanatory. And betting, yeah. that's the people they surround themselves with. Why do you think no big, nice organization wants to be aligned with them? Mm. Idiots! The optics in the AFL, this is the worst thing. This is so shit. It makes everything, it undercuts everything. On top of that, the umpiring has been atrocious this year. I don't blame the people doing it. It's been the worst year of umpiring in a, such a long time. Yeah. Do not blame the umpires. To blame that they have no head of... Or of AFL operations, so they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Last year, Brad Scott would come out and defend the umpires. There's no one there now. There's no one in that role yet. Mm. It's a shit show. Yeah. It's an awful shit place. No, I, I agree with everything everything you're saying, and I, I think um, I also agree with that. There's like obviously a severe lack of process, and I think that's oh. probably the biggest issue. Yeah? We like no one is at home right now thinking this game is easy to umpire and that if I was in that position I would never make a mistake no everyone's out there saying most everyone's saying yeah it's like super f-ing difficult everyone's saying that the, the process is wrong yeah 100% the process is yeah, wrong yeah you can't review every single goal but not review every single behind that's just a huge minute th- oh my god for finals on the line and so Gillen had to come out this morning and say uh, yeah, yeah we, that was we bad it, yeah but that's only because they absolutely had to yeah absolutely there was no two ways about it I just feel like Yes, I agree with everything, and I feel like you have a right to be mad. My big things are, yeah. Can I tell you the worst thing, though, is Adelaide were, had the moral high ground, and then some fans went out and started doxing the umpire and saying this is his, who he is and this is All his right, personal case. Cool. What, like, how... It's one thing to be upset about a thing you spend a lot of time obsessing about being amateurish, yeah. but then it's another thing to go to that level yeah no it's not right because like you've uh, lost all moral high ground now now no one wants to see you in the finals you know what I mean yeah. I didn't feel great Don't do when, that. when even when the umpire got stood down although I understand it but I thought that it was, was going to be permanent that was that is the most AFL thing ever exactly they're going to stand him down because you've clearly told him something they've gone it'll look good if we get rid of him that'll make all the Adelaide people upset 100% that now that guy, imagine how Bad that guy feels. Now. Why would he ever return? Like they don't get paid a lot for this, right? They get Why paid they... heaps. Did they actually? Oh, I'm surprised by that. I didn't realize that they um, got paid a shit. Yeah, no. I, my understanding is a field umpire gets paid dope, but they don't want to make it full time because 
it's like 90 grand, 100 grand a year okay, maybe. Okay, so like on paper, if you look like per hour, it's lovely, but then not doing 40 hours a week. Yes, exactly. Right, okay. I wouldn't return if I was that person. And and yeah, I feel like they should be standing down every single umpire that made a mistake this round. I feel like that's the thing that, that I struggle to deal with, you know? Like there'd be no umpires left. I just think this is the biggest sport. It's the biggest sport in Australia, yeah. easily. Yeah. And the, sh- the, the the way they treat their operations is so bad. Mm. I, I've, I never really... I said it last week. I've never noticed how bad it was until I've had to sit here every week and look I'm at everything they're doing. Yeah. It's a great time to mention as well. Watch Four Corners tomorrow night. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what that's about. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like the... I still feel like the GWS descent against Canelio was... Just as crazy, and that could potentially oh. cost you to obviously a part in the final. And the bullshit around the Sydney North stuff. The on and off descent. The on and off descent. The concussion, keep, you know, tackling, it's good. It's okay yeah. now. It's not okay now. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, they're definitely anyway, tipsy-turvy. With that's it. enough of that. I've said so many bad things about the AFL that yeah. I thought I'd make a list of a couple of good things. Okay, great. So, here is my top eight list of... Good things about the AFL at the moment. Okay. One, I thought Gather Round was a great <laughs> thing to add. Yeah. Really successful. Two, moving back the start time of the footy last week for the World Cup. Yeah. And that's it. Play that scene. Tom, very quickly, we talked the other week. We started a whole thing where people got very mad at you for not knowing animal names. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was important that we talked through that, but I'm, this is not the focus of what I'm talking about now. I, it, it came from, I think, that every AFL team should have an animal, an Australian animal, as their logo. Sure, yeah. So I have done the research and yeah. I have gone back and I have made my proposition for changing every AFL team's mascot to an Australian animal, and I have them all here. Great. Are you ready to hear them? Yeah. Check this shit out. First one, West Coast, Yeah. Eagles. Okay, yeah. So they stay the same. Yeah. West Coast Eagles. Is that a native animal, the eagle? They, uh, well, of course. What one would it be? An eagle. Yeah, but like what one? An Australian eagle. Yeah. What's an Australian eagle? Like the long-tailed West Coaster? Wedge-tailed. Wedge-tailed. Right, wedge-tailed. Okay. You know, from like the wolf blasts on yeah, the wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. All right. Let's get specific, Brent. Fremantle Dockers. Hey, no, hey, you. Uh, this, uh, there's 17 more to go. I don't need this right now. <laughs> Fremantle Dockers. Fremantle Quokkas. Oh, yeah, I love that. And it's near Fremantle, and it's, you know, the rotten nest on the yeah, Fremantle. that's where you get the little fairy. From. Yeah, Fremantle yeah. quokkas, yep. Adelaide crows, no crows in Australia. Isn't there? We have ravens, right. i.e. the Adelaide ravens. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah, that's pretty groovy. Power, the Port Adelaide power, Yeah. the Port Adelaide porpoise. What's a porpoise? Is that like an echidna? It's like a big... Uh, no, it's not like an echidna. No, it's like a water thing. It's like a big oh, dugong, right. like a big, you know, sea cow sort of situation. Oh, right. Because they're by the ocean. Port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What has power got to do with the ocean? Yeah, not much. Port Adelaide porpoise. I don't and think I've ever heard of a porpoise. The Port Adelaide porpoise. No cats in Australia, by the way. Oh, right. Closest thing we have are cats. They jump, cats is they jump trees. They have long nails. Quolls. The Geelong quolls. Yeah, never heard of a quoll. Go the quolls, you'd say. Yeah. All right? Western dingoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Western dingoes instead of the bulldogs. Yep. The North Melbourne kangaroos. Oh, yeah, that works. All right? Yep. Essendon planes, bombers. Yeah. Essendon sugar gliders. Oh, yeah, is that little bats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're not bats, Tom. Aren't they? They're little marsupials, but they have big webbed 
arms and stuff almost like wings so they can glide between between trees. Yeah. So they're gliders. The the Essendon sugar gliders. Yep. Hawthorn hawks. But they could also be called raptors because hawks are a a type of raptor. Oh, cool. So you could say, uh, you know, the raptors, but they're the Hawthorne Hawks. Now, Melbourne, I could have gone Devils, but obviously Tasmanian Devils are coming mm. in, so it's the Tasmanian Redbacks. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. What do you think of that? It's pretty cool. Uh, Richmond Tigers. Don't know why. Echidnas. Yeah, Richmond Echidnas. I don't yeah. know, a bit spiky. I don't know. There's no Tigers, you know. Yeah. Uh, St. Kilda Seals. Okay. Because they're in the Saints, you know, St. Kilda, you know, down by the beach there. They can St. Kilda Seals. Sydney Galahs. Oh, yeah. So the the red and the white, pink and white sort of situation, the galahs. Remember our galah bit? Yeah, we did in a gala once, absolutely. That was very funny. Gold Coast crocs, because there's so many crocs now in far north Queensland because they've stopped culling that they're starting to make their way down. Are they? Yeah, the fur, they're getting further and further down. So there are crocs some, close to Gold Coast, the Gold Coast crocs. Yeah, I love that. Brisbane koala bears. Yeah. All right. they used to be the bears. Collingwood magpies. Oh, that way. Carlton Blue Ringed Octopus. Oh, yeah. And the GWS Goannas. GWS Goannas. I don't know why. Orange, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. The orangey, frill neck lizard, maybe, situation. Some sort of reptile. Sure. And that's all of them. Thoughts? Yeah, it's great, Brandon. A really great list. I feel like the platypus is the most iconic Australian animal, so that needs a place on the list. It isn't the most iconic it's Australian. It's on the coin. But the kangaroo is clearly... The emu is not That's here. That's true. Is the emu iconic? I guess so. Because of the great emu wars. Well, you're talking about things being on money. Yeah. Our shield, our emblem mm. as Australia is the kangaroo and the emu. Do you know why, Tom? No. Why do you think they picked those two animals? Because the kangaroo is iconic and the emu was in a war. We are in a big war and we made peace with them. No, it's because they both cannot walk backwards. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like horses can't like lie down, yeah? Yeah, which is... Why horses are the emblem of <laughs> Norway or something. Because we don't lie down. Anyway, hit that sting, Tom. It's time for a bit more football. This is the, probably the other most interesting game of the weekend, if I'm being completely honest. Actually, not. we've just gotten home from the footy and West Coast beat Bulldogs, so that's pretty yeah, country. This is... Thank, Brad Scott's probably pretty happy about this. Is GWS Essendon on yeah. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Firstly, let's start with before even the game started. GWS's banner. It's been a long time. The Bombers have waited. Last time they won a final, we weren't even created. Yeah. Genius. I don't know if our boy Jacob, the social media manager, had anything to do with that, but that's outstanding. Well, he's bringing his energy into the office. Yeah, and everyone's got that meme energy going. Everyone's got that meme. Uh, so, what happened here, Tom? Did I you mean, catch this game? No, I didn't watch this one, but I, I would like to say that I called it. I believe I said in the tips, if you missed the preview game... Said, I'm sick of pretending these guys are the real deal. Are you talking about the Bombers? Yeah. They 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 lost. They barely beat North and uh, and West Coast, two worst teams in the league. They're going to get smashed. And boy, was I correct. Well, smashed, is that fair? Yeah, I think so. Would, think, you, would you consider 126-point loss as a smashing? It was an absolute brutalization, wasn't it? And it just shows how far away they are yeah. I think I don't know if it was like Jesse Hogan only had nine goals nine goals I think they're further away I think it's I think they have managed to win some games that made them look a lot better than they are I think their list is further away than like Hawthorne Tom listen yep. I think you're being unfair yeah have you heard of something called gather round yes now Brad Scott said three or four weeks ago yep. that when they lost the game he said look 
I think we're starting to see the effects of gather, gather round. round. Which ha- he said that in about round 19, mm. which is the football in any other year, even without gather round, would have still been going for another three or four three weeks. Three or four weeks, yeah. Um, so, but you here are being a bit ignorant, ignorant, yes. ignorant. Because you are not taking into account gather around, which every team participated in. Honestly, though, their list. Would you take Hawthorne's list or Essendon's list? I would take Hawthorne's list above potentially sixteen to seventeen other. Totally, lists. I think they're awesome. But who's around them? Like Gold Coast, I take Gold Coast list. I would potentially take North's list over over Essendon's list. Yeah, I think that's an interesting hot there's, take. There's not... It's sizzling. It's a sizzling there. hot take. There's just not great stuff there. There's individual great players. I could name eight players I love and admire and I think are awesome. Yeah. But the key forward is is not really there. I respect that. Hey, Tom, I listened to Brad Scott's press conference. Oh, great. And uh, I've put gathered together my favorite quotes. Oh, he had actually a lot of excuses, which is surprising for me because I consider the Scott brothers to be pretty upfront when yeah, they lose. True. They're like, no, nah, we're just bad. They never say it's gastro. <laughs> I'm calling that out again, Geelong fans. Yes, yeah. it's just gastro or it's not gathering. They're pretty upfront. But he had a lot of excuses. So I've compiled oh, my, my top God. eight. Do like a um, David Letterman had this thing called the top 10. Yeah. Give me like a bit of a, you know, oh, yeah. top eight Brad Scott excuses for the, for the record loss. Number eight, Christmas shopping. He's saying, you know, we're getting towards the end of the year. We're all starting to get, you know, Christmas is coming closer. Yeah, so the, the play, no, it's, I'm doing a comedy. Play. Okay, good, good. No, we're all, you know, Christmas shopping, you know, it's going to, it's a busy time of the year. We're all a bit yeah. stressed about that. Yeah. So he said that. Number seven, he said, I'm not Brad Scott, I'm Chris, why are you asking me? And then ran away. Yeah, I'd do that. Number six, did you see that Adelaide goal? He said, (laughs) even though it had happened later. It was very clever of Brad Scott. uh, Deflection. Uh, Number five, hey, that Barbie movie, they hate men. That's why our boys were so upset because that stupid woke leftist movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said that and then it got, you know, distracted. Yeah. This was his uh, fourth top four. This is four. Shh, I'm asleep. Pretend to be asleep. (laughs) Good. Uh, At three, he said, we were upset and distracted because people said I make too many excuses. Yeah. Uh, Tom. He said, he just said Tom. Yeah. As in you. Yeah, right. I am to blame. And then number one, the number one reason for the 129 point loss. Gather round of 2024 is taking its toll. Da 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 da. Bravo. Hit that sting. Pies Lions. Thursday, Friday night. Mm. Pies, I've got some bad news. Yeah. I've got some bad news. Some awful news. You are 1 3 yeah. of the last four. <laughs> Still you- miraculously on top of the ladder. Yeah, by one now. They were yeah. eight. They were fourteen games ahead <laughs> yeah, last crazy. week. They were fourteen <laughs> games clear of number two on the ladder. Yeah, they are now one three. Yeah, they've got Essendon next week, <laughs> so they're going to be two three, or they'll be relegated to the VFL. <laughs> yeah, if you're number one and then you lose to Essendon yeah. in round twenty four, you will have to be forced to play in the A League. Yes, Whew, that was rough. But unlike Essendon. Pies have a few excuses, a fair excuses, in mm. that 19 of their players are injured. Yeah. They're getting down. I feel like they are now scraping the barrel of who is available for their team. Yeah. 
Uh, do you feel like that? Yes. Um, it's a bit brutal. Um, but most of their good players are slated to come back for finals. Am I wrong? No, no, you're right. I think Nick will be back. Um, Darcy Moore will be back. I mean, they're the two huge ones Darcy for Darcy Moore. Side bottom's back. Yep. Uh, Nathan Buckley's back. <laughs> Lou, Richard, back. Lou, Richard's, Lou Richards is planned to be back for a second round of finals. Yeah, thank if, God. If needed. Got Ginevan back as well. Ginevan. Ginevan. That's made a big difference. Um, it's just uh, it's a brutal time. But yeah. they can obviously get it right, but they are now very much having to create a statistical anomaly. Yes. Something interesting really came out of this game that I wanted to talk to you about, Brendan. Yes. Um, you said that... I hope you don't mind me saying this. You said that Pendles looked a bit off in this game. Yeah. Yeah, he just... And I agreed with you. I think he looked just a little bit off the money. He now, got plenty of the ball. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say, Brendan, the statistical... The, the stats of this game... <laughs> was like next level. And I felt this was really interesting because a lot of pies on Twitter and stuff in the loss were highlighting Pendle's game and saying, thank God we've got him. Yeah, like he had, you know, 20 pos- contested possessions. He had a very large super coach score. And it was just one that. of those times where I think the stats were a bit... He didn't. He doesn't pass the eyeball test for me. He might get to the ball, but he's not fast enough now to not be under pressure and get it on someone's tit. Yeah. He doesn't kick it out in the tit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, he, he is ain't like, hitting him on the tit. He is very old. For so for what he's doing at his age is still incredibly impressive, and he's still probably in the best five players of his team. What I will say about him is incredible. But he he's 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 shirking those tackles. Yeah, still. Through, <laughs> thanks to our good mate Max Viney. Yeah, I just thought that was really interesting because it's one of those things we often talk about. Was like, do the stats lie sometimes? You know. I would tell you, Pies fans, particularly the ones who've reached out to me and told me to go f*** myself when yeah. I've said anything negative about Pies, yeah. you better hope you come back and win the flag because I have bookmarked <laughs> every one of your f***ing messages. <laughs> I have bookmarked them all and I'm coming for you. Yeah. On the other side, I am convinced Lions can win the flag. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm still thinking they're flaky AF. A good win, though. I think that they, the Brisbane Lions, are... My favourites to win the flag. I think they should be favourites full stop, but they still lost to Gold Coast like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, Did they? Yeah, they lost to Gold That's Coast true. like two weeks ago. Like every team in the top eight, including your team, Braden, are flaky AF. And I think Brisbane are potentially the least flaky, but they're still, they could still just not show up for a very important game in the finals, you know? like They are someone not using hair and heads and shoulders. Yeah. They are flaky. Flaky AF. But I think they're my favourites to win it. Yeah, I think they should be. For the first time this year, I've been very dismissive of this football team. I walked out of that going, holy hell, they they can win this. Yeah, yeah. I think think they can. Even though they're missing Will Ashcroft and a couple of other really important players to them, they've kind of, they look fine. Yeah. Depends on whether Joey Danaher wants to have a I'm the greatest player in the world game or if he yeah. wants to have a I'm not very good game. Yeah, and their mids have been lowered their colours a little bit. Like Neil and Dunkley have been a little bit of a purple patch, but were really great oh, this Neil. weekend. Holy hell, Neil looks like um, super Neil. Yeah, I've got them both in Supercoach. I noticed I've had a couple of off weeks, but yeah, they're, they're, if they're getting, if they play like that, that'll be significantly different. For the, other big, the other big thing from this game is uh, Devin Robinson got a tackle and had his shirt half ripped. Yeah. Didn't come off. Yeah. Then got tackled again. Shirt fully ripped to shreds, and he yeah. went, "God, get it off me!" Yeah. And then run around without his with his with his rig out for yeah. about two three minutes, yeah. keeping the zone up. 
and the the support team needed to put a GPS in his new thing and they couldn't get to it and it was all stressful. Yeah. And in that time, our mate Ethan Med- Meldrum from uh, Triple M who does the Brett Kirk meme, the king of memes, Ethan yeah. Meldrum, we call yeah. him. He goes, I'm just going to mark how many new followers he gets. Yeah. And he w- went from like 10,000 to 30,000 in a matter of like <laughs> oh, two hours. So good. And I saw a lot of ladies yeah. on Twitter going, Ho oh, ho! Decent, really. Love the footy. Yeah, not bad. So bloody good on you, Dave. Good sexualization Dev. of um, young Devon, who we are fans of and know everything about. And yes, isn't it funny that like a day before we couldn't, we didn't know who he was, yeah. and now we know who he is. I think we must have influenced him to have a great game. Yeah, we 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 because we're not far from Marvel here. In our brains, we went, get your gear off <laughs> and get more followers. Yeah, but uh, no, it was a very interesting game. Yes. But. Uh, as I said, the worst thing about Colin was like, we're never playing there again. Yeah. And they'll get their way, I imagine. Why yeah. didn't they have 55 there? I don't understand. That was, that's what was bizarre. Is it a whole well. thing? I think, uh, look, I'll, you won't hear me say a bad thing about the AFL, yeah. but the AFL's ticketing system has some issues. So yeah, right. I'm sure if Collingwood fans could had had their way, they would, they would have there. bought 50,000 tickets yeah. to that game. Yeah, Tanya was trying to buy them a couple of weeks ago. Couldn't. Yeah, she couldn't do it. And then they it comes to the night, there's 39,000 there in a 50,000 seater. Yeah. So do you reckon like the Lions fans just, didn't show it's, up? It's the one word, bureaucracy. It's too hard to just buy a ticket to the football. Yeah. Unless it's at the MC. The problem with the AFL, right, yeah. is its main stadium, the Melbourne Cricket Ground, is so apologetic to... Bad ticket and planning because yeah, there's yeah. so many free tickets. Yes. Most games, 50,000, 60,000 for most games on average, right? Yeah. Maybe less. If they stuff it, it's all right. We've got 40,000, 50,000 to play with. Yeah, now. totally. Yeah. We've got 40,000, 50,000 room in slack. Yeah. At that stadium, they do not. So it just shows you that 20% of tickets that could have been purchased that game are lost entirely to AFL bureaucracy. Yeah, 100%. And like I imagine a lot of Collingwood fans wouldn't have... Would have MCC memberships, not AFL memberships, yeah. and all that sort of stuff because of the G, right? Well, they have a hundred thousand members, and so it should have been. They sold should have. Out. It should have been sold out, <laughs> not including Lions tickets and Friday night as well. A lot of Pies fans would have gone. I and I said, there's nothing worse than losing at Marvel and then having to go to Southern Cross Station, yeah, where it is like one platform for mm. fifty thousand people. Yeah. Oh my god, brutal. The other game that was uh, important to mention, actually. I want to talk about something else. Great. I talk about... Here's Sting. I talk about NAB here or there. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I have by chance noticed it. But it's because they have 80% of... No, I'll say 60 to 70% of ads played during yeah. AFL football yeah. are for NAB. Yes. And it's Mini Legends. Mm-hmm. It's our mate Gareth. Yep. It's... Uh, that shit song about the guy with the inflatable squid that I yeah, can't find yeah, online. Yeah. It's, I think, the worst ad they've made. Yeah. Or it's these guys. Yes. Ashley Martin Hare. Oh, right. You know the ads where it's a guy, uh, it's usually a guy and he's talking to camera and they try and sell it off like he's a real person. Yeah. And he's like, I uh, wanted to go to the shops, but then I saw I was thinning, so I uh, yeah. <laughs> so I stayed home for yeah. seven years because yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. A, yeah. Um. And it's sort of leaning on young men who are losing their hair to go like, oh, yeah, I, I should be feeling shit. Yeah, I should, you're ugly. I you're should ugly. feel ashamed. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go give you heaps of money. Yeah, it's not. It's not so, but their ads are beautiful works of art. Are they? Oh, yeah. So I I, let's. I've, I'm, I've got up seven or six. Oh, wow. Okay. And we are going to just give them a ranking out of 10. Okay. 
So what we ranking it? Here's the first one. Yeah, I hated watching the game with mates because the Ashley and Martin adverts would come on and that'd always be like, <laughs> is it time for your turning point, Tay-Tay? Make today your turning point and the doctors at Ashley and Martin could help regrow your hair. So I'll just say I like the Kiwi guy. Sure, it seems like he has charm. Uh, I like the, uh, you know, the use of turning point. He's pouring some chips into a, into a bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give the, the Ashley Martin at a 6-4. I'm going to give it a zero because I don't think you should be ashamed of sitting in front of your friends when you, you have you, a bald spot. Look, you're going to have to get on board because there's so many ads and they've all got the same thing. Yeah, okay. So I'll give that a 6-4 for the Ashley, Ashley Martin ads. Yeah. It's Ashley and Martin, by the way. Oh, right. All right, here's the next one. So that's a 6-4 well, well, to a zero. That yeah, makes it, what does that make it? A 3-2. A yeah, something like that. All right. Yeah. Next one. Classic. This is a classic one. I was always the one who took the photos. I never wanted to. I just didn't want to see my hair in photos. Um, then mum was like, oh, we've got no photos of you. Make today your turning point, and the doctors at Ashley and Martin could help regrow your hair. Same exact voiceover, you lose points for me. Yep. So, I, well, the, well, that, you, you should, that's just because you've heard that one second. Yeah. So, for me, I'm going to give it a zero because you shouldn't be ashamed of getting photos if you've got a bit of a bald spot. Wait, wait, so, this one is, this dork is yeah. refusing to be in photos. Yeah, because he's got a bald Because he doesn't like his hair. Yeah. Uh, but then in the video, he's got big, long ginger hair, kind of like a sideshow bob. Yeah, right. And, uh, and uh, it's him getting a photo with his parents. I wish I could give you some of my hair, mate. You talking to me? No, no, <laughs> to the man in the Yeah, watch your ad. fucking mouth. <laughs> Um, all right, here's number. So I give that a, I'm going to give that a five five. Yeah, okay. What are you giving it? A zero. Okay. It a zero. This is brutal. Not, not a You're not really supportive of the Ashley and Martin ads. No. All right, here's number three. I hated mirrors. <laughs> I I hated mirrors. I even took down the one in my hallway just so I could avoid looking at my hair. <laughs> Make today your turning point, and the doctors at Ashley and Martin yeah, could help regrow everything. your hair. So I call this guy the vampire, yeah, uh, the vampire balding guy, yeah. because he does, it's removed, yeah, he's of he removed mirrors from his yeah. house. Uh, and so instead of sort of working through that with therapy, because that will never come up yeah. again in your life, yeah. is if you're thinning, you remove mirrors, so you go and spend money to get fake hair put in. Yeah. That's not something you need to talk to anyone about. No. Uh, Can I, I ask you a personal question? Better not be about my hair. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, go on. Um, if they came to us after this segment with like a it's Lukey, a Lukey sort of uh, sponsorship opportunity. Oh, look, if anyone wants to give us board? money, I will turn, including Nab, I will turn, I'll do the biggest hypocritical turn. Yeah, because uh, uh, that'd be I would funny. fully grow my hair out. It happened like in 2021, Mosh messaged me and we're like, hey, do you want to do a collab? Yeah, right. And I was like, you can email me. Yeah. And they emailed me and I was like, I just can't do it. But wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> One day if I just fully showed up with a full head of hair and I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> After this segment, I'm like, maybe we should reach out. Like, <laughs> fuck, that'd be funny. Um, for me, I give this at a zero for suggesting that a man shouldn't look in the mirror because they have a bit of a bald spot. And these are all actors, but they sell it off as they're real people. <laughs> yeah. All right, interesting. I can't remember which one we've ranked high. I give that one a. I give that one a nine. <laughs> that one was pretty. That's funny. a masterpiece. That's fact, a pretty funny one. It's a masterpiece. That one. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> um, here we go. so insecure about my hair. I just stopped going out. And I even missed my best mate's 21st. I thought, that's it. I need to do something. Make today your shaming that Ashley and Martin could help regrow your hair. The Ashley and Martin approach is kind of like, doesn't say like, that's fucked that you think that. <laughs> it's like, you should. You should. You should feel like stay that. Stay home and miss your best friend's 21st. Yeah. Because you are ugly. <laughs> So, that's a good one. I give that a 8.7. I'm giving that a zero for suggesting that you shouldn't go to your best friend's 21st because you've got a little bull patch. 8.7? I give that an 8.7? <laughs> I'm doing my David Portnoy and Barstool. Yeah. Uh, classic. That's a good one. That's a, I'm just, don't go out. <laughs> don't go right? out. You should be ashamed uh, of yourself. This is a high rotation one. Our fans will know this, oh, okay, this one. We were out and these ladies asked who the older brother was. Man, he's five years older. He had more hair than me then. Make today your turning point, and the doctors at Ashley and Martin could help regrow your hair. It's funny the demographics as well throughout the ads, the kind of people they're going for. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of young men. Yeah. Like young, just your 20, 21. Yeah. And then there's a lot of like uh, 30 year olds yeah. who are, the, you know, like the really fucking horrified of living yeah. there. Like, a, anyway, I give that one a 5 4. Bit boring. You know I what I mean? I give that one. A zero for suggesting that age has anything to do with a little bald patch on your head. Like you're old. Well, it does. When you get old, you lose your hair. They're saying you're fucking old because you got a bit of a bald patch. It's like, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Here's another classic one. Yeah, this is an, I think this is an interview one. Oh, cool. This is, you know, when they used to interview like the girlfriend and go, he was fucking ugly. <laughs> and so I sent him and I was going to break up with him. And then I, so I sent him that and now I'm going to fuck him again. Yeah, nice. Here we go. It was a Skype call back home. Nani just came out with it. Where is your beautiful hair gone? <laughs> Thanks, Nani. <laughs> Reached your turning point. Awkward. The most the awkward one ever. Martin. So the girlfriend's standing there and going, "Thanks, Nani, for you know looking up because now I can look at him and yeah. want to fuck him." Yeah, because uh, before I was going to cut his fucking head yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your family will disown you and shame you if you have a little bit of a bald patch on your head. Um, I give that one a nine point eight. I think that's the winner. That's the winner. I'm giving that a zero. I can't. I can't go any higher. You were pretty brutal on them. You didn't give them any points at all. No. Well, that's great. Send in your favorite. I Ashley. prefer these to the nab ads. Let's do this again next week. There, are, there's so many of these f-ing ads. They're pretty funny. And if you watch sport, they're like, "Hey, bald loser," <laughs> which is me, just sitting there going, "You bald fuck, you bald fuck." Uh, Sting, Richmond North. Richmond is over. That's the top line. Yeah, that's my top line. Richmond yeah. of of its of the dynasty. Is, yeah, the brand is over. Yeah, that's done. Uh, Cochin and Jack Rewalt yeah. retired. That's probably the, the the end of the guard. Yeah, Dustin Martin may stay. I reckon it's a 50-50. Yeah, I would. I don't think the fans would begrudge him, but he doesn't want to be in Melbourne. There's no one. He doesn't know anyone of his team anymore. No, and. Larky kicked five. Yeah. Larky from North Melbourne yeah. has played 95-ish games. I don't yeah. know the exact number. And has kicked five plus in 10 games. Yeah, he's very f***ing good. In a team yeah. that hasn't actually kicked a goal <laughs> yeah, exactly. since 1982. Yeah. He has kicked five plus goals in 10 games. How yeah. good is this guy? Oh, he's so good. I, I thought... Um I thought that was the coolest photo, retirement photo I've seen. Did you see the photo they got? I don't have a television. Yeah. So they had Jack with his family, his wife and kids. Yeah. They had Koch with his wife and kids. Then they had the three 
premiership cups on field, the That's team it. around well them. Well prepared, well prepared. And then behind that, the the Richmond fan base. That's it. It was one of the coolest like retirement photos I've ever seen. If, I thought that was sick. If you were Trent or Jack, would you get that framed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of Richmond fans yeah. might get like that as some memory. I saw a press conference with Jack after the game and he had his daughter with him. And she was sucking on a uh, Chobani yogurt. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. And I was like, give her a yogurt. Yeah, right. Why does she have to have a yogurt? We're doing only organics for Atlas. This is quite nice. What's wrong with you people? Give him a yogurt. Give him a yogurt. Give him a yogurt. Yeah. Give him a... Well, Chobani's still got heaps of sugar. It's just got no fat, right? That's it. High protein. Yeah. Oh, right. It was one of the high protein ones. Okay. Yeah. 15 grams or so in one of them little uh, bags. Yeah, the little pouches. Yeah. I'm on the yogurt. Poach. Why don't you give him one of the, uh, like, just some rainbow oak? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Because how else are they going to learn? Some Banoffee pie begin. Yeah. But uh, all the best to Richmond. You cannot be upset. No. Nah. Your team won three flags in four years. Yeah. You're a dynasty team. Congratulations. Get a good time coach. to rebuild. Now it's, time, now it's a fun time to watch a rebuild happen. Yeah. I think I know who the coach is going to be. Right. Who's it going to be? A previous, a, a former star of the club. Yeah. A former champion. Yeah. Someone who has had a great pedigree of coaching uh, training. Yeah. He's worked under great coaches. Yeah. Glenn Ridge. <laughs> no, Nick Newman. Nick Newman? Nick, not Nick Newman. Newman. I was going to say. Newman. Someone Chris Newman? Newman. Oh, Chris Newman. Right. Where'd you pull that one from? I haven't heard his name thrown around. Oh, yeah. Sam Mitchell on SEN on Fireball Friday with Kane and King. He said, yeah, right. oh, you know, I'm worried about losing Chris yeah, Newman to right. I think he'd be fan. If they're, if they're going out to find the next great, you know, coach. Oh, they've got time, right? The fans will be patient with them. He's like coached under Hardwick. He's worked under Clarkson. He's worked under Sam Mitchell now. Mm. Having watched Hawthorne today and having watched Hawthorne a year there, so well coached. Yes. 100%. Nick Newman, you know, former great, come back to the club, rebuild it. Would be really cool to see. It would be, yeah. And that's my hot tip, folks. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Yes. Let's talk more footy. Dogs, Eagles today. Yeah. Went into that game thinking, well, of course. Yeah. Well, of course. Of course. Doggy's going to win. Yeah. Harley Reid's going to go to West Coast. Yep. Probably going to hate it. Yeah. He's been liking, did you see that? He's been liking... Posts that are anti West Coast. Did you see that? <laughs> Huge shitstorm last Friday. <laughs> so where good. like it was like Adam Simpson should be sacked and he liked it. <laughs> and everyone's like, why is he doing that? I love that. And then unliking it. And then another one like he wouldn't play liking, like actively doing that very NBA thing where liking things and yeah, showing, yeah, you yeah, know. Totally. So um but that doesn't matter anymore because now number eighteenth in the t- in the league is North, North Melbourne. Melbourne. Much closer to Melbourne. Oh, so happy. He's a tram away from Melbourne now, mate. Yeah. He's in North Melbourne. 100%. I'm so happy for North, and I think it probably works out well for West Coast too, to be honest. Yeah, now their hand's been forced. Now they don't have to trade, pick one and make that decision, you know? Now the, they can just take the local boy. The memes going around today were stuff like Adam Simpson, just before he gets fired, ruins their draft pick chances. <laughs> have a good one. But the vibe seems to be building that Adam Simpson's getting the sack, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe this is a nice little, nah, he's not getting sacked. Yeah. In a losing team. Bontempelli, one goal, 32 disposals. Adam Trelaw, 32 disposals, one goal, two. Tim Kelly, as soon as Tim Kelly's come back in, they've looked so much better, 32 disposals, but one behind. Liam Duggan, 25, but they didn't have a lot of the ball. They just used it better. Goal kickers, Jamie Cripps, five goals. Oscar Allen, three goals, three. Jack Darling, two goals. All of a sudden, the players who should play well are playing well. Yeah. And they beat... 
What's wrong with the Bulldogs? Well, I have this thing I would like to just ask the people about. Because something I've noticed, and admittedly, it's because of Supercoach. McRae and Bailey Smith are having the worst seasons they've had, like, in their yeah. entire careers. I wonder why. Why, why is McRae was the, the number one pick in Supercoach two years ago and was averaging the highest he possibly could. He got mm. subbed out tactically today, and he had, like, eight disposals. Why is Bailey Smith looked like the best pick of that draft year? Tom, your temper. And was going to be the next best midfielder in the competition. I don't suddenly know. just really quiet and not doing things. Maybe like, he's just shit now. But it's like a Bulldogs thing. It's like these players that were essentially superstars last year and the year before are just now not showing up. Like, what's going on? Is it I don't know. a bit of dissent at the club? Maybe a bit of dis- <laughs> Well, it's 50 metres if it is. <laughs> um Oh, man, I feel like it highlights their season now. I, like these star players have just gone backwards. They have to win next week to play finals. Yeah. Which is as simple as that. Tom. Yeah. I'm on beverage watch. Yeah. No, it's the murmurs. The murmurs are there. I think it's a very good chance of just very quietly. Hey, you sacked. Well, this is what I meant. The list is. The list should be playing finals every year, and there's really no excuse to miss the finals. Like the but list is excellent. My question would be who's out there for them to get? Yeah, I don't know. Like, we have this discussion all the time, right? I wonder if you could pull Lepic out. I wonder if you could... Yeah, Lepic is a great point. But yeah. he said he's not in. He's not up for it, He's I not think. up for it, but that's Richmond, though. Maybe, you know, you never know. Maybe Bulldogs, it's like closer to a flag. It's not a rebuild. Maybe that's more tempting for some people out there. I don't know. If you say, come to come to Bulldogs, we've got two of the best young talents in the in the forward line, in Jamal Hagen and Darcy. Yeah. We've got an A-grade midfield. We've got... Great, the cult. coolest guy, the the all Australian ruckman, coolest guy in the world, Libba, coolest guy in the ruckman, all Australian ruckman. We've got great defenders, like we are the full package. As long as they don't lose anyone in the off season, they're the real deal on paper. Maybe that's very attractive for a lot of coaches. Yeah, Richmond might be a bit of a hard ass. I have some breaking news, Tom. Oh, well, watch out! It's um, crap breaking on this footy podcast, which will come out in about six hours. Yeah. but it's worth breaking here. Um, obviously, the Russia Russia Ukraine war is happening right now. But Russia can eat shit because their Lunar 25 spacecraft has crashed, has crashed into the moon. <laughs> the Lunar 25 spacecraft crashes into the moon. Yeah, wow. So it's not really footy talk, but no. they can eat shit. It's more like Russia talk, really. Yeah. yeah. Russia's Lunar 25 spacecraft has crashed into the moon after it's spun into uncontrolled orbit. Russia's space corporation, Roscosmos, <laughs> said an abnormal situation. Much like the Bulldogs, yeah. abnormal. So, Much like Russia's space, Roscosmos yeah. uh, situation, the Bulldogs are hurtling towards the moon yeah. of the bottom 10. If, they're, if their football department's the real deal, like I'm talking about like, you know, the president and all that sort of stuff, then yeah, they get rid of them because they go, you've underperformed for, since you lost to Melbourne in the grand final, you've un- underperformed with this list, get out. Get GTFO. Yeah. Tom, hit that thing. During the week in, I think it might have been NRL 360, yeah. you know, which yeah. is, you know, over the side. Yeah. There was a bit of a fight between two NRL guys because one guy came out and said, I think AFL is the superior sport in the country. Yeah. And the other guy said, how dare you say that? <laughs> of course. How dare you? And he was like, well, they have more, they get more people to games. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but we're in the two, we're in the, these two states. We're the powerhouse in these two states. And he said, yeah, but they have every other state. Yeah. And they still play up here and they still sell out. He's like, yeah. yeah. And then he just like everything he had an answer for. And then he was like. We can go to New Zealand. <laughs> like, the most, you know, we can go overseas. Yeah. So my question to you, Tom, I asked you to prepare 
some arguments for why AFL is the best, the most, the most powerful sport in the country. Right. So I've I've misunderstood the assignment a little bit. So let's just. Well, I'll tell you what it. my assignment was, and then you <laughs> tell me how you've bungled it and yeah. you fumbled the bag. Yeah. You've Jordan Dawsoned it. Yeah. And I will def- I will def- I will advocate for the NRL and say yeah. the NRL is the most powerful sport in the country. Yeah. All right. So you've said five argu- arguments as to why AFL is better than NRL. I just thought you meant. Give me from your heart five reasons why you like AFL more than NRL. Oh, God. Well, I'm going to win then. We're going to... I'm prepared and you're unprepared. Yeah. And that No, means, I'm going with my list. They're funny. I'll spend time on this. It's funny. Yeah, I, I know. But if you if it's not a winning... If it's not winning an argument... Oh, no. This will win. And, and NRL wins. Yeah. Then it means that NRL is the greatest sport in the country. No, no, I'll back myself in. All right, great. Give me your first one. I've never watched a rugby league game. <laughs> so obviously AFL's better. Okay, that's your argument, okay? Yeah. So you haven't watched it, so okay, my argument to that is our ratings destroy. You know, we do fantastic ratings across the weekend, you know, that rival the mm. AFL in most things, but we do it in a better metric. Half the country is represented by NRL fans. Queensland with its population of around three or four millions. Yeah. New South Wales with its population, you know, massive, massive. Almost 50% of Australia's population is in these two states. Yeah. And we are the dominant sport in those two states. Yeah. So you may not watch it, but most Australians do. Do. Okay. I'm winning and I don't want to win, Tom. Yeah. Second point? <laughs> yes. They hate Victoria and they dog the storm, the greatest team of all time. They hate the storm and they dog the. They dog them all the time. Rip premierships away from them. They steal from them. They talk shit on them. Every Tom, time they win, they're negative about it. Well, Tom, my answer to that would be, I've seen the AFL make humongous administrative, yeah, uh, officiating mistakes yeah. every week. Yeah, you make more mistakes than the NRL, and you're a bigger organisation with more money. Sure, I'm winning again, but. Tom. You know, we don't hate on Brisbane and make sure Brisbane suffers and every time Brisbane does good, we just shit on it. I think Brisbane fans would disagree, <laughs> potentially. Potentially. Have you heard of a thing called Vic bias? Yeah, totally. If your league is so good, how come interstate teams think that you favour Victorian teams whenever you get the opportunity? And why is the grand final always played in the same place? Yeah, that is weird. I think we do that too, the NRL. I don't know. Yeah, right. Okay. I think it's at Homebush. I don't know. Um... Come on, Tom. AFL is a 360 game and there's no offside. Yes, it is a confusing game. Our game is nice and clear. Get that ball in that yeah, end zone. Boring. Manoa, that's your opinion, but it's because you don't appreciate the art form. That's true because I've never watched. Yes, never watched yeah, this is not good. This is not good. Number four. All right, we're getting to the good stuff now. Yeah. Rugby's a dirty pommy game anyway, mate. Okay. You know, started in England. Yes, you're we right. English people. Yes, Tom. Rugby is an internationally loved sport. It's not only loved in the UK, it's loved all across Europe. League isn't, but rugby itself yeah. is loved everywhere, Tom. Yeah, in France they play it. Yeah, it's really loved. It yeah. is a great sport, better than AFL. Yeah. You're fucking this, Tom. Well, I'm just talking from the heart. These are my reasons. Five. This is my truth. Five. Um, rugby leaves not even the best genre of rugby. Union's better. There, I said it. Scrums. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. We're not counting that. about downs and all this rubbish. My, We're throwing in on the sides, and people are throwing people up in the air. It's way better. I don't even know the difference. To be oh, honest. there's so many differences. I just, my difference is big chunkier boys in the union, skinny leanier boys in the. Well, I think the, the main league. thing is the line throw-ins and the scrums. Yeah, and they're thicker. Yeah, but you don't have scrums or lines in on league. I don't think 
And with league, you have to count. Like, oh, is that the third down? Is that the fourth down? Union, you just go, you know. It's all good. Let's call Greg Larson and see if he answers. Okay. Hey, man. Hey, Greg, it's Broden Kelly. You're on the footy with Broden Kelly. Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. What's going on? Um, this is Greg Larson, the funniest person in Australia. But we're ta- what's the difference between league and union? Are you, what is this? What, is this a podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a very successful AFL podcast. And I'm in the position, Tom, you know Tom? Yeah. He's in the position of AFL's better and I'm in the position NRL's better. And he's saying that NRL is not even the superior rugby format. And I'm like, I don't even know the difference. So what's the difference? Okay. I, I'm so glad you called and <laughs> I would love to really get stuck into this. Great. Um, NRL is the inferior code Great. to rugby union. Yep. Rugby union, or rugby as it's known, <laughs> is a um, is a more complicated game. Rugby league is basically a dressed down or dumbed down version of rugby. So rugby league is rugby, but it doesn't have proper scrums. It doesn't have line outs. It doesn't have rucks or malls or set pieces. It's just five tackles, then changeover. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Like it's it's why is that better? It, it's, it, rugby league, they say, is better for spectators because it's simpler. Like, it's easier to understand. It's real basic. It's just like, run with the ball, get a tackle, uh, get a try, and or tackle them and stop them from getting a try. Right. And it's a lot easier to understand. Whereas in rugby union, you know, there's like... There's all kinds of stuff like you have to do a line out if you throw the if the ball goes out of bounds, or you have to do a scrum if you knock the ball on, which is when you drop it forward because you can't let the ball go forward. Yeah, um, you can contest the ball when you tackle someone, so you can have a ruck, which is when someone gets tackled and then everyone just piles in and tries to get the ball for themselves. It's a bit um, more complicated and a bit more. Is it? Uh, my my differentiation was that the union boys look a bit chunkier. Well, it depends. I would say there's more variation. I would say yeah. like NRL boys have less neck. Like, oh no, big more neck. They just own, they're mostly neck. Yeah, oh, like, but then you got George Gregan who was tiny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with Union, you've got way more. Like you got little fellas and big fellas. You got half fly backs. Yeah, you got like spry fellas. <laughs> you got long sort of. <laughs> Like deer-like fellas, but then you've also got like big burly fellas. But with rugby league, it's more just like burly, athletic. They're all more like all-roundery kind of thing because okay. they all have to basically do the same thing, which is grab the ball and run. So, would you take if you had to take AFL or NRL as your second? You know, over what would you take as my second behind yeah. rugby? Yeah. Um, I'd shoot myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> Greg, thank you so much for your time. Uh, are you doing slurps up in Brisbane? I've done it. It's over. Well, you can catch you can catch Greg at slurps up in Brisbane nah. at the powerhouse. No. Nah. Um, okay, is there? Are you doing it ever again or? No. Nah. I wish I wish you'd called two nights ago so I could have. I did it like two nights ago and there was not enough tickets sold. I wish you'd called. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, all right. My love to you and the family. Thank you so much. Say hello to Bird for me, Alan. I will. Uh, bye. I'll say hello. All right, yeah. bye. Okay. All right. 
So my last point stands that no, union it. is better than league. You proves it. Yep. Not even the best genre <laughs> of rugby. Austin proves it. Hit that sting. Today, Melbourne beat Hawthorne. Yeah. It was good. There was no John Newcomb, so it wasn't really a good win. Oh, him, like they are, so, they are so good. <laughs> yeah. Hawthorne are awesome. It was. I, I might be an idiot. Yeah. I might be completely wrong. Right, potentially. Probably wrong. But I feel like I could feel the Hawthorne coaches statistically, well, not like strategically working through that game. 100%. They're, 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 they're really well drilled. Yeah, they impacted Clary and Petrarca, and that's uh, coaches struggle just doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, they, they, they did a frigging good job. But it's a point where, like, in the first quarter, I was like, we're not winning a flag this year. There's no way. Yeah. And then we figured them out. Yeah. But phew, they are so impressive. Yeah. I, I think Sicily's horrifying. Yeah. Like, and I was, I said to my bro, I was like, he's going to have 15 intercept marks. Yeah. And then for some reason, they must have just been getting pumped in the middle because they moved into the middle. Yeah, right. But I, oh, Freo, you've got a lot to look forward to. He was also playing very I mean, poorly. Freo. Hawthorne. Why did I say Freo? He was also playing very poorly on Melksham. You could let Melksham get a couple of easy ones by giving him too much space and whatnot. Melksham missed his first four and then ended up kicking three. Yeah, three goals, good. four. Yeah. Uh, who else was really good? Um, I mean, Jack Viney is having one of the best seasons of a footballer I've ever seen. Yeah, like, definitely was, his oh best God. season. Easily. Ridiculous. Gorney at 200. Can I just very quickly talk about Max Gorn? Yeah, please. He is my favourite Melbourne footballer at the mo- ever. Like, Stephen May's my favourite player in the team, but Max Gorn, just the best thing that ever happened in Melbourne. I, I remember the day he was drafted. He was drafted in the same year as Tom Scully, Jack Trengove, Jack Fitzpatrick, Luke's Tap Scott, and yeah. Max Gorn. He was drafted as this gigantic guy, 208 centimetres, and I remember thinking, he's two centimetres shorter than Aaron Sanderlin's. He's, mm. a, he's, a, he's a giant. Yeah. I'm so excited for this guy. And I was like, but he's got knee issues, he'll never play. Yeah. You know how you draft these guys, you just never see them? Yeah. And then he didn't play for like a year and then played one game, and I was like, he's fast. Yeah. He's fast for how tall he is. And then he was out again, another knee. Yeah. Another knee, and then played a bit more and a bit more. And then I reckon by 2016, I think the year was, or 2015 or 16, he started to have breakout games when under Paul Ruse. Yeah. And, I'm, and then you're like, hang on, this guy is elite. And then like a year later, all, all Australian. Yeah. This And throughout that whole time when he was never playing that much, he was just such a positive life force around this shitty club. He was, he was in all the videos, so positive, so nice. Just seemed like, and I was like, he's going to be a big, friendly, cool guy. He's just a cool guy. Yeah. But he's never going to be great. He's just going to be a ruckman that you can play as a backup to a good ruckman. Yeah. And then, well, also when Jim Steins, just before Jim Steins passed, he came and said, "That's the guy." I. That's. And then they had a a bond, and he gave him his number. And when he passed, um, Gorney's worn eleven, which is Jim Steins' number ever since. Yeah. And then at some point, he never looked like a captain. He never. It was never the vibe that he was going to be the leader of a club. He was just going to be those, you know, you know, your typical just ruckman. And then one day, it, it was became hugely apparent that he was the best player in the team and needed to be the captain. Mm. And then it all changed. He he single handedly, not single handedly, but led Melbourne from being a laughing stock, worse than North, worse than West Coast, just absolute joke, to being the best team in the league. Mm. And he's done it being positive and cool and friendly and lovely. He followed me 
this is a name drop, but he followed me in 2021. And when they won the flag, he said, thank you so much for doing that. Um, we, I, my family, I appreciate it so much. Sorry to bother you, but I thought it was awesome. And he just wrote back, message me anytime. You know, he just, he's, he just went, don't be apologetic. You're, you're welcome. Mm. He's the nicest dude in the world. Mm. I, um, I, I love that so much. Yeah. Being there. But um, I'm good on you for getting to 200. What a superstar. Yeah. Uh, we forgot a game. Gold Coast Carlton. Yeah. This was sad. It was an almost awesome game. It was an almost awesome game. Yeah. Carlton won. Carlton have now won 400 in a row. I would have loved to knock these dogs off. <laughs> I would have. And I, but I just never, even when we were up by like 40 or whatever we were up by, vibes, I just never felt like it was... Vibes of Carlton are, are sky high, As folks. they should be. They are dominant AF. They are the new Collingwood. Collingwood are dead. All hail vibe Carlton. Yeah. Kerno doing clever shit like going back and being the intercept marker when you guys needed yeah. to kick a goal desperately. So good. They looked really worn out but just found a way and they're doing it without like 14 really good players. Yeah. But I'll say it, Carlton are awesome. Yeah. They're, they are flag favourites at the moment almost yeah. apart from the fact they need to win it outside of the top four. Yeah. Who have they got next week? Uh, they have got someone easy next week. Do you want me to find it? Yes. So they're going to run in potentially 10 nil. They have got... 10-0. Yeah. They have got Giants, actually. I don't know why. That's actually that's easy. actually a tussle. Is that it's a, the last game of the round in Marvel. Whoa. So that's going to decide a lot. What day? I can't believe these AFL Malakas gave Essendon the Friday night game. Like, you waited till two weeks yeah. ago, then gave Essendon the Friday night game. You, you, you had two stuffed. weeks to plan it, and you still bungled it, you yeah. dopes. So it's at 6-10. On? Sunday. Oh. So we should probably pod late or something. I don't know. We've got to watch it. Yeah. We've got to watch, We've got to watch that one. It's going to impact yeah, yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, it's going to decide. But aren't those both teams locked for the finals now? No, I think it's still... Isn't it because the Bulldogs lost and they're locked now? So like the only team, there's, it's pretty much locked. Well, Joe was going on about this. If the Doggies win next week, then Giants will need to win... Okay. Need to win, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and Carlton, either way, they, you know they, they can just lose. Do you know what's funny about the the spirit of Carlton fans at the moment is they are riding high, but they don't have huge confidence. They're like, yeah. if I get too cocky, if we get too cocky, mm. it's all going to blow up because yes. they've been hurt so many times. Yeah, 100%. So they, uh, all the Carlton fans I know are like, yes, we're, we're doing it, we're doing it. Oh, Giants will be great next week. We'll probably lose. Yeah, Suns yeah, totally. will probably beat. They're all yeah, very much yeah. like that. How does that? They're they all be. so scared. Yeah, I know the feeling, Carlton fans. But just ride the wave. Let it enjoy it. Ring yeah. Sen. Message your mates. Buy a Crips badge. Whatever yeah. you got to do. Enjoy it. And then the last game of the round to this evening was Frio Port. And I don't know what else to say apart from Port took care of business. They've now won two in a row. I feel like we've missed more games. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this, but surely. Let's do it. Let's talk through it. Let's see St. if... St. Kilda Geelong. We talked about it. Did we? Great. Didn't, I, didn't we talk about it? I said, no, I was going to and then we didn't. Well, the story of that is Geelong <laughs> is out. Yeah. Geelong is out. Yeah. And the Saints are looking decent. They've had two impressive wins against Real. They're pretty much locked for finals yeah, now, are they? Like a, they are. They're locked for finals. I really wrote them off, and I was just completely wrong. They're, they're, they're really actually awesome. Good on your Saners. They're back. But that's only for this week. Yeah. Who have they got next week? They have got, Braden, and you always do this to me, they have got Brisbane. So they're cooked. In Brisbane, yeah, they're cooked. But yeah. they'll still make the finals. Yep. Did we talk about Adelaide Swans except for the... 
No, but nothing else happened. Yeah, nothing else happened. So we took. I, I think. I think we've talked about everything. Let's see. We got Collingwood, Brisbane. We talked about Richmond North. We talked about. Yeah. Suns, Carlton. We just talked about Giants, Eston. We talked about. Yeah. Saints, Cats. We've talked in depth about. Yeah. Swans, Crows. We talked about. Yeah. We talked Eagles, Bulldogs. Yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about them all. Great. Apart from the last one, which we haven't really talked in detail about, which is that Andrew Brayshaw, thirty-two disposals. Uh, Liam Henry, thirty-one disposals. Zach Butters, thirty-one. So if you want to win games. Your players can't have disposals. That's what I'm seeing this weekend. <laughs> West Coast had no disposals. Port have had no disposals. So you've yeah. got to hold the ball less and be more effective with it. 100%. Look at that disposal differential. Like, it's only 20, but still. That's 20 touches. That's 20 touches. There's so, a whole extra player out there. Where's, what's the ladder? Let's let's go through the ladder, Tom. Yeah, I want, I want to do this on Thursday. We're going to bring our preseason um, predictions. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Have you got them here? Oh no, we're going to do it this week. Yeah, I was gonna. Oh yeah, great. But um, well, great. Let's look. Let's just talk through the ladder at the moment. At eighteenth, yeah, North, seventeenth, West Coast, Hawthorne, Gold Coast, finishing fifteen, which is dire and sad. And yeah, we'll do it in the week off, actually. Yeah, Fremantle, Adelaide at thirteen. Fremantle have jumped up to fifth now, so Suns have dropped down to four. Yeah, very upsetting. I'm very mad at you about that. Oh, don't worry. I've got Malakas to go off about later, mate. Don't you worry. But you've got Dimmer Hardwick next year. That's also what I wanted to say. Is Think of the the think of the Gold Coast in five years. It is going to be a utopia <laughs> of a warless, peaceful utopia where Damien Hardwick has led Gold Coast to no losses in five years. Yeah, and it's going to be incredible. Richmond at twelve, Geelong at eleven. They're done. Bombers done. The Scott brothers together again. <laughs> Doggies ninth. So they're in big trouble after their perfect run home. Yeah. Their perfect run home of pl- who they play has almost cursed them. Must win next week. GWS at eight. Sydney. So the, the Sydney teams at seven and eight. That's fun. That's so good. St Kilda and Carlton. Two Marvel teams at four and, uh, five and six. Yeah. Melbourne fourth. So we're going to play Collingwood in the grand final if nothing changes. Collingwood in the first round of the finals of the MCG. That'll be fun. You'll sp- destroy them, I reckon. No. Port third. <laughs> Yeah. Brisbane second, yeah. Collingwood one game clear, yeah. and exactly the same percentage as Brisbane. Yeah. So if Essendon somehow, some way, look, you build the cases, Essendon are like, we stand for something. Something, but they don't. That's the thing. Now I realize why they were given the Friday night slot. So that Collingwood could go out there and pump them by 200 and make sure that they get a nice juicy um, yeah. percentage. The AFL corrupt. Ugh, corrupt AFL. Yeah. I just want to remind you again, tomorrow night, Four Corners, 8.30. Watch that show. It's going to be great. <laughs> and then, Tom, yeah. it's time to tell me your malakas. First of all. that Greek sting. Yeah. We don't have to go into this. Mm-hmm. Coward punches, mate. Oh, what happened to Zeebel? So he went to, the, because he retired yesterday as well. We spoke about Jack and we spoke about Cochin, but it was his last game, I believe, at home as well or something. Mm. So they went out for some beers. Like everyone, the staff and everything, not just the boys. And then apparently there was a bit of a scuffle, but either way, he just walked out the front later on mm. and three people punched him and then started kicking him on the way down and then ran away. And he's, he's going to need facial, facial reconstruction surgery yeah. and shit. It's just absolutely brutal. It's awful. You know, this is a comedy, um, this is a light-hearted, fun look at things. <laughs> yes. But That's I horrible. Thought, Did they catch these guys? No. And I, I don't think there's any, like, proper statement out or anything as of yet. Probably all break this tomorrow morning. But, yeah, really hope that oh, those horrible. gutless, awful people um, face serious jail time. I'm going to throw homemakers at them. Yeah, you should. 
but I don't promote violence. Yeah, when I say haymakers, I mean spiritual haymakers. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think our audience does too. But uh, I throw spiritual haymakers at them. Yeah. So, can't have that. It's going to be hard for me not to give that to Malaka. I know. I, I should have just said that. That, uh, that was Because there's uh, huge Malakas this week. There should be huge there Malakas. Should be, there are, there's a few. Um, the AFL gets the Lifetime Achievement of Malacca yeah. Award. So I had that here. I, I actually want, I didn't want to do it again. I wanted to I wanted to do going the umpire, not the process, because I genuinely believe that Hungy. that it's a process issue and it's a hard fact, thing to adjudicate. This is a you know we hope that guy's well. Yeah, legitimately. We can go an organisation, but don't go a person. Yeah, hundred percent. So I hope that guy's well. Everyone makes mistakes. Like I said, if every umpire that made a mistake this weekend was stood down. We'd have no umpires. Exactly. Legitimately. Right. Yep. And it just sucks that that one, and that was the point I was trying to make earlier, but probably made poorly, was like, it just sucks that that one, that mistake costs the game. Yeah. But there's probably a million mistakes this season that went Adelaide's way. You who's, know the what Malar- I mean? who's the Malaki here? So just the fans that are going the umpire. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're in Malaki too. Everyone's, gonna, everyone's getting Malakas this week. I'm not picking one. They're all getting Malakas. Yeah, great. Um, I had the Suns finishing in 15th after finishing no, 12th last year. don't accept year. it. Don't accept so it. So we've gone. You have the best list. You're, uh, it's Hawthorne Gold Coast Finals for the next five years with GWS in there for a little treat. We've gone backwards. So good. It's sad. I wish nah. we had won a couple nah. more. You're just young. I don't accept it. I refuse your offer. We've I refuse your nomination. A, a full forward David Swallow who's 30. You know, we've got I refuse it. in there. We're, we're not that young. I refuse your nomination. <laughs> I refuse it. Unacceptable. Um, it was really great to see that Tyrese um, Proctor went up there to watch um, from uh, the Crucible. And Tyrese Proctor from uh, from the Blue Devils. Little theatre reference for you kids out there. I liked it. Huh? Um, who plays for Duke? Aussie kid who plays oh, for yes, Duke. Oh, yes, no. The next great NBA star, Australian NBA yeah. star, went to watch Mac Andrew. Yes, went to watch Mac Andrew. And he uh, chose not to be drafted this year. So he could have been eligible for the draft, but he thought he'd go like 12th or 13th. And if he stays another year in college and then he might get drafted like top five, yes. which means he'll make like 20 more million dollars straight off the bat. It's a very good point. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Bounce has been playing in this room while we were podcasting. Yeah. And for the last 15 minutes, it's just been TikTok videos that they're just <laughs> throwing to TikTok videos. It is great. As, uh, it's funny Look, some videos, isn't it? It's a guy hitting a, a dad with a kid hitting a golf ball and he hits it. It's just a nice golf trick shot. Yeah. Like, what is this show? Anyway. It's awful. All right. Next one I've got is, I think, this is just a little personal one that I've just been upset by. Sure. No one else will care. The most boring narrative is often the narrative that's avoided, right? And the most boring Bo- narrative- Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> boring narrative. Right. The most boring thing this year is that Sheasel has been the best player from the start and will win the rising nomination. Uh, the rising star. Will the he? rising star. Will he? Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of the media want to talk about- Mitch Owens and they want to talk about Ashcroft and stuff because they've been very good. But I think the truth is, and go have a look at the stats and, you know, in the little AFL app, Sheasel has been the best first-year player that has come along in many years, but because North is boring and because they are losing, it is a very boring narrative. But I think you'll find, if you do a little bit of research, that Harry Sheasel has had one of the most stellar First years of any player ever. Okay, he's your lock for Rising Star. While we're doing Media Malaka, can I do a, do an add on Media Malaka? Yeah, sure. So, goes uh, the keys kick goes through. It's a it's yeah. a goal. Yeah. And Dwayne Russell, nope, hit the post. It's a point. It's a point. <laughs> then they go again. Someone's like, um, and then he's getting like people saying, I'm not sure that was a point. He's like, no, nah, it was. It yeah. is. Yeah. And then later he's like, well, it was a point. Yeah. And it's a shame, but that's a point. Yeah. And then later after the thing, they're throwing the footage. Look, 
it is clearly a goal. And he goes, well, it doesn't matter now anyway. Like, there's what is people you- doing this on Twitter today as well, saying, well, I think check the scoreline. Check the scoreline. It was a behind. What's your point? Well, the, AF- the head of the AFL came out and said it was a goal. So. Yeah, I don't understand. Dorks. Um, that's all my malakas. I give it to everyone. Everyone gets malaka <laughs> of the week. Including the Suns. No, no, because that's not an official nomination. We've got a few fun Suvakias here. Yep. Um, Jesse Hogan. I think I was talked about Jesse last week, but I've just always had a soft spot for Jesse. Yep. And I think he had a really rough trot and a really hard... He's had a bit of a hard time and he's made some mistakes and he hasn't done always done the right things, but I feel like it's not his fault. I've always loved him since we were getting woodies over him when he was 16, you know, yep. and playing in the VFL. And to see him kick nine, I just thought that was... Awesome. Love that. Love it. Love that. All right, here's our headlines. Oh, wow. That's, I've got five. Oh, Suvlaki. Suvlaki. Fuck. I've lost, I've lost the plot. <laughs> Fuck. I thought you were just giving your Suvlaka. No, no, no. Well, I could. I could. I no, could you've got, if you've got five more. Uh, yeah, but then we don't have to discuss all of them. Jesse Hogan used to be a party boy. Yeah, or was he depressed? I'm pretty... Yeah, know, it could like, be, yeah. Like, well, he was going through of, some rough stuff. Off his right? face in a Santa suit with no pants on. Yeah, is because that he is... You know, he had a death in the family. He had cancer scares. You oh, know, yeah. Like just... remember, he, remember he had prostate cancer? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. For me, I look at it and I go, there's a kid who's had it rough and then let loose a bit too hard. Yeah. And some people took footage of him. I went off probably 20 times as hard a million different times. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I've always felt bad for him because I always felt like it wasn't necessarily yeah. all his doing. You yeah. Know? It's different between going, you know, getting signed by Collingwood, the biggest club in the country, getting a million bucks a year and then just going doing coke and punching people. I feel like that's different. Yes. So go, Jesse. Um, West Coast get a massive Slovakia for just... Winning. For winning. Good on you. It's like, how good. Uh, Bizarre. <laughs> solving the they love, problem. They love Marvel. Yeah. Um, Jack and Koch, I said it earlier, but great photo, great moment. Good Malaka. I mean, Slovakia. Yep. I had the crazy ladder. This is why we love this game. GWS, Carlton, Sydney. I wrote them all off at one point, you know? Oh, yeah. Our, our ladders are going to be bizarre. How cool that they're in the top eight. Like, honestly, like, I just think that's so awesome that at one point, probably only eight weeks ago, I would have written off all of those teams. You know? I'm a AFL nationalist, Tom, and reading this, got both Sydney teams, yeah. one Queensland team. Yeah. Get those states over, and we've got Get them over. one Adelaide team as well. Yeah. So half of them are international and then interstate. interstate. Sorry, I say that every week I do it. <laughs> Carlton, St Kilda, Melbourne and Collingwood are the, are the Victorian teams. Yeah. Nice split. Love that. I love it. And then the last one finally is I just want to make some bold predictions. Please. That Charlie Kerner will be the first since Lance Franklin to kick 100 goals in the season. This season? He's, no, not this season. He's kicked <laughs> 75 this year. Well, yeah, you have to kick 25. He had those two years where he played 15 games and he only, you know, like he had those two years where it looked like yeah, I mean, what happened to him, he might never play again. And he's just been so bloody good, hasn't he? So how many, well, we've got an extra round now, which is a good argument to yeah. say that he could. So if he played a whole year yeah. and he he would need to kick, well, they, everyone plays 23 rounds, though, yeah. don't they? Yeah, because um, of the buys. Yeah, so he would need to kick. He'd need to kick 4.3 goals a game. So he needs to kick five goals a game. He is the sort of player, though, where it feels like a bag of five to become a norm. 90 or 80 would be a huge feat as well. I mean, well, well, if he kicks five next week, he's got his 80. Really? Well, he's on 75. How good's that? Wow. And he might as well against Jedo. How many games has he played? I think he's played every game. Hasn't he? Well, that'll do it. Yeah, I just think that's awesome. And 
And like, yeah, he he in particular needs to be highlighted. I think. Hudgy. Good good service. Who do you give it to, mate? Hogan. Yeah, Jesse. Hogan. Hogan. <laughs> Headlines. Oh yeah, I've written some of them. My. So, folks, we do we predict three headlines. We did shocking last week, I think. I think all the usual ones were there. Kane Quad said some yeah, stupid yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my big, big headline yeah. was Carlton Flag nine in a row. Yeah. I said it last week, but that's all yeah. there is. people are going to be talking about. What's yeah. your one? I had a bit of a different take on that. The premiership race is wide open, the most open it's ever been. Okay. Because I think everyone has everyone in the top eight and probably the top ten have shown they can do it. Yeah, but they've also shown why they can't do it. It really is going to be. Uh, it's really opened up. Yeah, and maybe the first time like that in many years for me. Fifty-fifty. Uh, what's maybe going to be called out? <laughs> Someone the, I've stolen this off um, a friend of the pod, Thomas. But he said uh, Harley Reid is the happiest bloke in Australia right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be funny if you open Harley up Reed. the the Western Australian tomorrow and just. just Harley Reid, happiest yeah. bloke in Australia. I reckon AFL is going to call out. This is going to be a headline that yeah. uh, umpire bashing gone too far. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And here's my will not be said. Yeah, sure. Tomorrow night there's going to be a damning four corners expose <laughs> and no media, in it, and no AFL media is going to go with it because yeah. the lads are going to go, no, no, I actually don't want to talk about yeah, gay, totally. pe- gay people playing footy. Yeah. Actually, no, no, actually, no. Yeah. So no one will talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you won't see Jared Waitley following it up the next morning, I don't think. Oh, Waitley might. I don't know. <laughs> Waitley, Waitley would be the only one, but like Gary Lyman, oh, I don't know about that. Totally. he would be like, oh, power to you. But. Or they'll be like, or they'll, or if they do, it'll yeah. be derivative and uh, reductive yeah. in that it'll be like, oh, I don't know, like just a bit more like, oh, it's fine. Like, it'll be, yeah, it'll totally. Be, it'll be, get it, it'll take one angle as opposed to getting to the core of what the, the best journalist show in Australia is actually getting to in the whole thing. 100%. Um, my not going to happen is that Bont has the Brownlow wrapped up. That's the truth. It was never Nick Dacos's. Bont has got it. He's been the best player. Well, they lost year. today. Yeah, I don't care. I think he's just like, he's just the best player in the AFL. And if you don't think so, you're wrong. I think he is. <laughs> but like, sure, weren't they saying that Dacos was like nine ahead? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, f- I feel like they are the team that he did that in winning times. Pendlebury will take some. His brother will take a couple. Dugowie, even even though he's not that great, will yeah. take a couple. Whereas like Bont has just been the best on a team that has got wins every single Fair. week. And he seems like he just has 30-2 and two every he, single week. Bont deserves to be a grand final. I mean, a Brownlow medal. I think so, yeah. He's got a flag. Yep. He hasn't got a, a norm, has no, he? No, because it was Johannesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he hasn't got a norm, but he has a... He deserves a Brownlow. Like, yeah. he should have a Brownlow. Yeah, and I think I, I'd be, at this point, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. 100%. Uh, okay. Okay. Songs. Tom, oh, yeah. Give me song. some recommendations or give me your weekly recommendation. What will you be listening to on the plane as we fly to Adelaide for our first ever AFL footy pod? Oh, that's going to be fun. I actually didn't write one down, which is very stupid. Well, I'll give you me. mine. Yeah, you go for it. I'll have a quick look. I was trying to think of a better one the whole way here, but my recommendation this week is take yourself back to the mid-2000s and put on the best of of Nickelback. <laughs> what songs do they have? I, I know them as a meme band. but What, what songs? What songs? Like, what's their big ones? Take off How your you, pants and, and jacket. Well, that's... No. Okay. I no. like your hair around your face. Tom. Tom. This is how you remind me of what I, I used to have. 
Yeah, and then you do doing, I like your pants around, around your, your feet. Waist. That's like a shit song of theirs. That's, oh, like a, like that's a that meme song. song. Yeah, and right. then they got like... Uh, Look at this photograph, which is their Photograph. Yeah, that's, very mean. Yeah, you know, but like, they were just, they're just a big, boring rock band from the 2000s, right? But then it became, yeah. in the late 2000s, it became cool to like, to hate them. Yeah, right. Like, that became, the, like, it was a joke. Like, and people who didn't even know who they were would be like, oh, no Nickelback fans. Yeah, totally. Uh, but then... Uh, yeah, listen to Nickelback. It's like living in 2005. It's great. Yeah, great. Rockstar, Saving Me. Do you know Saving Me? I just sing it for me. Remember this oh, one? They're doing like some drop C sort of action here, aren't they? Yeah, good yeah. Canadian rock and roll band, mate. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The funniest thing about bands that get memed like this is it's literally like 2% away from like Trapped and P.O.D. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this song? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like this song, yeah. This is less than 20 seconds. should be okay. Yeah. Come on, get some Nickelback in here. Yeah. I, if I was in the mood for that, I'd probably go listen to P.O.D. Remember, yes. The Youth of the Nation. That's also acceptable. Just go listen to 90s rock. Yeah. I mean, 2000s rock. Yeah. All right, I'll shout out Bull Ant, which is, you know, from the pod. Joey, Joey Walker. Walker. Um, he's just been putting out a lot of fun, now, Tom, housey stuff this year. Yeah. Who is Bullant? Bullant is uh, the project of, like, the dance project, I guess you would say. Of? Of Joe Walker. Where's he of the from? Pod. He's from Viewbank College. No, where's he he's from? He's from Tom? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Right. Um, he names his song Very Funny Names. Yes, like places that we're from. He names yeah, them. and he named, like, one of his singles I really like um, Perfect Shelving Technique. What's that from? It's like when you shove a pill up your ass. Oh my god! You know, like, that's shelving. <laughs> yeah, that's shelving. But what? Maybe it's. I think maybe it's like what you do at Coles. No, I don't think so. And then he had like another song called "Clown" from Two Towns Over, and one that I really like is "You Wonder." Was like my favorite he's put out recently. Is that got a funny name or? No, it's just "You Wonder." It's just a great little sample and a great fun. It's almost like a dead mouse sort of like bouncy bass line. I really like it. So he's doing great work. Tom, we forgot to mention one thing. What? Good on you, Tilders. You were, oh, absolutely, yeah. you were absolutely cooked for the last two games. Like, had no legs. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, fourth is awesome. So, good job. Superstars. And I, I reckon coach needs to do more substitutions. My, yeah, yes, I That's agree. That's what I've read. That's what Marnie would say, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Marnie's happy, though. She seems pretty wrapped. Fourth is phenomenal. Like, the men's highest I've ever done is like 11th or something. Like, fourth is phenomenal, right? Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people are watching football now. My sister-in-law's like, hey, how do I watch the women's EPL? And yeah, I was like, yeah. all you have to do is join up to Optus Sport, <laughs> pay nine grand a month. We love Optus Sport here. Yeah, it's, it works better than KO, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're going to see you. We're, we are packing our bags tomorrow and going on the road. Yeah. We're very excited to be in front of you all this week. We'll see you soon. Uh, we'll be podcasting as per usual. Wednesday's chat is about the FIBA World Cup with our mate mm. Josh Garth from Kick It Forward. It's a full just deep dive on basketball. Yeah. We really, it's my favorite what we've done in a while because <laughs> you should ignore that we talk about how good Jock Landale is because he is now injured and not yeah, playing. Exactly. But apart from that, yeah. have a great week. We'll see you at our shows. Bye, Shrubbies.